Second Bananas is recorded on unceded Indigenous land belonging to the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Unceded means that this land was never surrendered, relinquished, or handed over in any way. We support the various strategies that Indigenous peoples use to protect their land and their communities, and we commit to working in solidarity with them. We acknowledge that as people living and working on these lands, we are accountable to those who have cared for this land since time immemorial. It is our intention to continue learning how to honor this responsibility. Or maybe she's like a second banana to um, William Randolph Hearst. I was thinking kind of her family because she's like, her family was like a huge media giant. His dad, her grandfather was the reason that Orson Welles yeah, totally. Citizen Kane. Yeah. And like, and also a lot of things like she, I'm just because she has like such a small, like she does have her own history and everything, but she was a young, like impressionable teenage girl who just got roped to all these crazy, in my point of view anyways. Um, well, but, inter- interesting because I have I have a different take, but we should say which that is fair. That'll be interesting to see how we yeah, how you no, how okay. you read her. So um, I think okay, I think you're right to it, but let's 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 uh, here. Anyway. Let me intro. Let me get into it. <clears throat> Welcome everybody to the show about history's greatest Garfunkels, the clout behind the clout that you didn't know about. That's right. It is second bananas. I'm Joe. I'm one of the hosts here. Hey, I'm Wes. Another host here. And I'm Craig. And we're the hosts, but today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, welcome to the program, podcaster, writer, uh, everythinger, Victoria Fraser. <laughs> yeah, that's your intro music. As you, yeah, there welcome, you go. Tori. Beautiful. Thanks welcome. for coming. Yeah, thank you for coming. Uh, do you are you Thanks do you prefer Victoria me. or Tori? I go by both. Okay. Um, podcasting, I kind of, I don't, it really depends. Yeah, Victoria Fraser is my name. Like, that's my website and everything. Um, but yeah, Tori is like my other common name just on like podcasts and stuff. I sometimes, Wait. I don't know, I go by both. I can't, I can't really say either. Okay. So I I've known a few, it didn't really help. I think I've known a few Tories and I never probably realized that their full name was Victoria. No, or it's true. Grand I dated Torino. a guy for three months. Yeah. And he didn't, it could Torino. be that. No. Yeah, I like it. I, I dated a guy for like a couple of months and he didn't realize my name was Victoria yeah. when I used to like very exclusively go by Tori. Um, but there's a lot of Victorias who go by Tori. So yeah, that's true. Uh, I now mean, you know. now you that's know all cool of the Tori stars. Like the right? Tori party <laughs> who aren't really officially. No, no, not that. <laughs> Were you ever tempted to go with Vicky? No, uh. because, because in the show Fairly Odd Parents, when I was a kid watching growing up, they have a song for the babysitter. Like, it's Icky Vicky. Oh, and good people one. Would sing uh, no. Stay away from that name. Yeah. 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 You got to so prep for the one. schoolyard for sure. There's also Sticky Vicky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost did you worse. ever, did you get a lot of that as a kid? Like what was, what was the, 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 the nickname that you got picked on with? Um... Not too many. <laughs> we assume that you I'm were just picked wondering. on. As yeah, we yeah. like we <laughs> just kind of like a baseline assumption. Was not. I was. I was a quiet nerd, so everyone ignored me. It was oh great. man, yeah, it's perfect. I was Fly in a small town, so anyone, anyone even slightly weird or, I mean, I was, I was insufferable as well. So I don't entirely blame people for picking on me. Mm-hmm. There's like ten percent of me that's like very insufferable. So mm-hmm. I, I get that part. Um, I didn't, I didn't have any good, like nobody could really do anything with my name. Like it wasn't like an yeah. easy name to like, to like make fun of. So it was usually just mm-hmm. like, just like 
you know, other stuff like just, you know, slurs and things like that. Hey, shithead. Mm. Yeah, no, that was definitely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not name related. To the insults. worst possible slur. <laughs> shithead. <laughs> I'm trying to bring. I like shithead. Let's, I want to bring it back. Do you call, <laughs> you, do you call your son that sometimes, just as like a term of endearment? Hey, shithead. Just to prepare him for the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I've already failed him. That's all right. Uh, so yeah, today uh, with Tori on the podcast, we might as well get to it. Unless Craig, do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about uh, making fun of children or anything before we oh, get to it? Oh, big time. Do I have a making fun of children rant that I've had yes. in my back pocket for months now? Good. Oh okay, God. we're going to do a new segment. It's called Craig's Making Fun of Children Rants. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be regular okay. on the show. Yeah, no, I don't have anything. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for checking, Joe. Yeah, let's I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want I don't want voices to go unheard on this podcast. So oh, absolutely. Love you for uh, that. yeah. Today we are talking about um someone very interesting uh that Tori decided on, and that is Patty Hurst, the Patty Hurst. Patty Hurst. Uh heiress to the Hurst fortune. Wild, Wild story. story. Lady who shot somebody for sure. Um, or at least did shot she a bunch did of she guns. definitely shoot someone? She definitely at least shot a bunch anybody. of guns. Did she? Oh, okay. um, I did see on her. Oh yeah, yeah. She had guns yeah. for sure. One thing I saw on her Wikipedia, I don't know if you guys came across it, because every video and like other material I saw did call her Patty Hearst. But then when I was reading her Wikipedia, it goes, and she prefers to be called Patricia Hearst. And I was like, oh. I was yeah, just going to say, yeah. why didn't she go with Trish or Trisha? <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, things could have gone differently. Yeah, but I think you guys really need I mean, to just let women be themselves and stop thinking about this too much. True. Always no, criticizing true. how women shorten their names. I don't see you criticizing how I shorten <laughs> I mean, my name. Like, why don't I go by Seth? Why don't you ever ask I, me that? Whoa, I've never heard of a Joseph go by Seth. You should totally because do that. Because it's dumb. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it yeah. would be so cool, man. Well, I know Seth Christophers cool. who go by they Topher. would think Seth though. Yeah, Seth? they would say yeah. Seth, and then you'd have to correct them, I, and then you'd confusing. get it be a whole thing, and then you'd have to do that every time, and yeah, forget it. I that was like I was like forget one time. Seth. I, my friend Jennifer, I was like, I'm going to call you Niffer. And she's like, okay, I'm going to call you Seth. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to call you Niffer. Anymore. <laughs> That's a good trade. You good trade Touché. Touché. Um, win-win. Yeah. That trade-off was a win-win. It really was. It was. Um, Tori, what, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about good old Patty Hearst? Patty Hearst. There's a lot of cool documentaries and articles about her story because it, when it happened, which was in the 70s, uh, it was a huge deal. Uh, so I guess a little bit of who she is, because I feel like most people don't really know. Um, I didn't until I saw what a documentary is like two years, three years ago. I still don't. Um, yeah. There you go. So then, then you'll learn today. Yeah, yeah, I've never even heard of her, but she was in the 70s. It was like a huge, crazy thing that happened. Um, but yeah, so basically she is the heiress or was is one of the grandchildren of William Randolph, Randolph Hearst. <clears throat> yes. Who was like a media mogul type fucking mogul yeah exactly like he owned so many newspapers and and he, i think he went on to own television stations as well or movies mm-hmm. like he yeah all kinds of media like radio even probably From, like, his family media, pretty still much. Own, yeah and his family still own <laughs> yeah. most of that stuff to this day uh which yes yeah. Yeah. is there, is there any connection continue. with the funeral vehicle <laughs> oh, <yeah>. no <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so but that is Hurst? <laughs> Oh, team. right, Hearst. Yeah, yeah, I was like, is it spelled the same? 
I wonder though, because like you know, like English has a weird language, and you know, you never know. Maybe that's where like their, their name family came name from. is related. And is I the, mean, Craig, no. he was related to the death of journalism. <laughs> he killed it. Yeah. <laughs> what put um, it in a hearst? Are they? I don't know. Like. Actually, I don't even really know. Was it was it just called like the like Randall Hearst Media conglomerate or something? I don't really know what the names of his companies were um, or what they are I today. I actually don't know either. Yeah. I, I I don't personally know. I imagine I they've taken the name off a lot of their companies today, but could be. Yeah, well, they might They're still shell um, companies. Yeah, yeah I just imagine these, complex. I just imagine it's so many like broken up into so many divisions and stuff. Now it's like purposefully to like mm. I don't know just hide it diversify all that jazz yeah. that people so with lots of money like do big... so it looks yeah. like they 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 are called hearst communications they might not be called that anymore but wikipedia says that but it's also says it's also got one of those big orange quest uh, exclamation points up at the top <laughs> mm-hmm. uh this article has multiple issues it may Uh-oh. undo weight <laughs> to certain ideas incidents or controversies mm-hmm. and it needs additional citations for verification Oh, so, culture war battleground. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going mean, to look at the edits because they're like a that. controversial family. So I'm not. Yeah, too they've been controversial for a long time. Because like, I, um, sorry, go ahead. I don't want to keep. No, no, go me. ahead. But he he's like credited with the whole like sort of starting the ye- quote unquote yellow journalism, which I'm still not sure if that term is racist or not. It sounds racist. <laughs> it's not. I don't think <laughs> oh, it's, it's intended not? to be. No, but okay. I think that's yeah, I just know. like when you get a kickback for it's kind of like mm. the, when you blur the lines between pr and, and journalism right okay mm. which we did I'm an episode I on but i got my you guys can check that out it. episode 13 pr versus journalism craig took us on a grand tour so nice we didn't back. specifically reference the hearse but i'm sure you can figure out what we're talking about here mm. if okay, you listen so to that episode, journalism go back. is like bot journalism almost or whatever or even just for favors or whatever right like right. And, and a lot of muckraking right. Um, anyway, yes. Is it pronounced muckrake? Muck, I thought it was muckrack. Muckrack. muckrake. The website or the no, muckraking thing, is like thing. the term for when you like you're you're doing like 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 oh, sleazy yeah. like like oh. character assassination hit piece journalism oh. on people or whatever. Like there's a website called muckrack. Yeah, well, which muck, is just like journalists use it. Muckrack is like an that, that's sort of like a tongue in cheek right. one, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Um, anyways, back to Patty Harris. Exactly mm-hmm. how she relates. So her grandfather big media person obviously her parents same family so like tons of money and wealth she's basically just like an heiress um and she was 19 in 1974 and she was engaged to i don't remember if it was her math teacher but she wasn't yeah it was one of her professors i think it that's that's awesome. yeah. very, very normal <laughs> i think it's a tutor so i don't know uh-huh. yeah. yeah and he Who has knows? the best um, name his name is steven weed he just sounds like yeah. such an asshole steve weed like everything man. about him and he was sort of like the one that like <laughs> interfaced with the media this whole time and he just like even like i watched him in like the the nude that those documentaries that you sent us and he just came across to me as like dude shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah yeah um, total simp. yeah so she yeah she was actually studying with him at the time and uh, there because obviously newspapers were a thing and like she had family in the media, her wedding and engagement was announced in the newspaper, which is how she was actually found and the reason that she was targeted mm. for the abduction, which happened, which is what this that's off this whole song. Right. Um, Interesting. I didn't know that. And, and that is the next big, big main thing to talk about, but that's just who she is and why it matters yeah. that when she gets abducted of like, you know, 
She's like a socialite. It's yeah. like if someone abducted any any what? like I don't know Elon Musk's child. You know, people what? Are like holy shit. X-ray she was sort of like P9? the <laughs> <laughs> like you could compare her to like Paris. It'd be funny if like Patty was actually that kind of name back in the day, and then they like Patricia. Like who names their kid Patricia? That's so weird. Like that's not even a real name, and now it's just become like a so like in twenty years. <laughs> or like 40 years or whatever there will be all these kids <laughs> named like xae19 three gamma fart face or whatever you're only cool if you have a hyphen or yeah. like a few other symbols in your name letters that so is like two letters combined into one. Oh, cool yes yeah. yes i'm down with oh that God. but like yeah you could compare her to like paris hilton in a way not exactly but that's like, more of that's kind mm. of a comparison sort of like a or well, even yeah. like a like the kardashians like again like yeah for, like mm. their dads wasn't a yeah. media personality but he was like kardashians are self-made yeah. actually so. yeah totally right. ground <laughs> sure. out bottom or the hilton daughters who yeah. were part of that crazy sex cult wait, what? This, is different, this is a different oh, set idea. of hilton people not the wait Oh no, not Hilton. Hilton. Sorry, different hotel. Different hotel. Sorry, Delta. The Delta Sisters. (laughs) I remember the Delta Sisters and their reality show, The Complex Life. (laughs) I'm thinking of the wrong uh, millionaire. Who were the the hotel daughters who were part of a sex cult? Maybe not hotel. Sorry, but no, it was. Are you talking about the the women, the Seagrams? Maybe. Who like the ones Nexium? that are part of Nexium, yeah. I yeah. think it's like the the ladies who own Seagram or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. I always get my billionaire heiresses <laughs> mixed up. I see, yeah. 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 This is like someone with like a famous family and a lot of money, essentially, who exactly. is like, po- like famous for that. Yeah, totally. She's not like she doesn't confidenting herself. She mm-hmm. was nineteen and she was like studying art history. Like, right. <laughs> that is true. No. No. You know, I studied a little bit of our history. I'm not yeah. famous. No one's going to me, right? And you probably would <laughs> why your dad should have owned a hotel, Tori. Come on. Or, <laughs> yeah. or a newspaper. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's not like I didn't your dad like... own a newspaper, damn it. Come on. He worked at a newspaper oh. at one point, but like mm-hmm. back when printing presses mattered, I think his job doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Computers. Computer a typesetter. Yeah. Something like That's that. That's true. Because you wouldn't think to abduct someone. Like you're not doing background checks on like, like how many people actually would have known that Patricia Hearst was like a very rich person, like other than her group of friends, do you think like she was like known around campus as, Oh, she's like this, like super rich, like person. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was only because she had this engagement in the newspaper yeah. and like her family was so well known that she was targeted. Um, more importantly is, is you also need to know who the SLA is. Cause that's the group that yes. abducted mm-hmm. her. Um, they're called the Symbionese liberation army. Symbionese means yeah. Yeah. Symbionese. I'm not even sure how to say it entirely. It is made up yeah. one, they are 100% Symbionese. like, like this, the SLA is like the perfect organization to get in the media because they're that perfect mix of like yep. politics and, and like a cult of personality and like just insane gibberish. And, uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're really their whole thing, their whole history is also really interesting. And I do want to talk about oh, that. Super interesting. Um, but yeah, do you want to kind of give the overview and then we can kind of um yeah, I'll give a loose overview of who they were. So um they're just they're a very small sort of uh group of people, um, started by one guy. Well, I mean a number of them obviously it wasn't Alfred just one, Symbian. But... <laughs> yes, Alfred Symbian. <laughs> you know what? That the would make sense. I wish that that was yeah, that that, that was the name funny. of the guy who started it. no the main dude who kind of started it and had wrote the manifesto and was like really the driving force was donald defreeze very um, and very interesting guy um, he has a whole wacky history as well yeah. um i think he was in and out of prison and stuff too or maybe, and, yeah yeah he is super weird mm. 
Um, anyway, in essence, they are just a left-leaning, crazy political group, and they write these manifestos. They're like, we're anti-capitalist, anti-racist, blah, 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 but they have guns, so they're well, also like mm-hmm. doing ex- gonna... like more than just like political a political mm-hmm. group. They're like full-on, like violence. Yeah, you can compare them a bit to like the Weather Underground, or I think more the Weather Underground, like they had some tenuous connections to like even like the Black Panthers and those kind of groups. Yeah. I do want to talk about Donald DeFreeze more. I kind of want to bring him up as almost like a second banana sure. to Patty too, a little more. Yeah, if you have more research on him, that'd be great because I only know in a little um, bit related to I don't know whether to get into but... it now or later because I think he's an interesting contrast to Patty because first off, I think he was the only black member of the group. <laughs> um, I can't yeah. remember if he, no, because no, there was definitely at least one other one. There might have been one other black member. I think he was like, he was the sort of the ringleader and also he was definitely like most of them were like, upper to middle class white people for the most part yeah. like the weather i think like that i i compare them a lot to the weather underground because i think i was kind of in the same place which is like kind of well-intentioned but ultimately they ended up doing a lot more damage and like ended up getting denounced mm-hmm. by most of like groups like the black panthers who are among- yeah oh yeah they they approached everything hmm. the wrong way um some of the things that they did and like the reason why they were sort of like everyone was like they're so bad uh was that they like li- like robberies they had guns um they actually did commit murder and they killed like the school superintendent what? i believe a very a black a, school superintendent a black man what? as well very interesting case like because so fucking because weird. he initially can't and this is like part of it this was before patty sorry do you want to talk about this or should i no, no, you, you know more here. This I is kind of this, is, into this is the before group area um, of before who they are and, and why, what so, they, what leads to them abducting. Yeah, them. I believe his name was Marcus Foster or Forrester. Mm-hmm. Um, I had all the links open on my other computer, and of course, I used my laptop for this recording. Uh, but <laughs> so I guess he was he was sort of like had he was sort of like actually like a pretty progressive. Uh, he was one of the first black superintendents in this in this district in I think San Francisco, mm-hmm. and he he first off there was this proposal to have student id cards for all these kids in the school division that he initially supported but then he changed his mind on but either they didn't know that or possibly and this this is where i i kind of want to get into a little more of what exactly defree donald defreeze's true motives were and where he was at um because there is a lot of evidence that he was definitely a police informant, Donald DeFreeze, not this guy. But they they thought he was sort of for this ID program, which would, of course, have been detrimental to non-white students, for sure, more than anything. Um, yeah. But they murdered him. <laughs> uh, no, like, not so yeah, much. And, so that, and that was actually when the Black Panthers denounced them. So that was actually yeah, really exactly. important. Um, that's when the group took like went from just kind of like this like anti-racist like left-leaning kind of a weird group to like bad people yeah. and like oh no don't mess and started with these guys. getting and, like, in the news and sort of became like the good yeah. the poster child of like well this is what happens when we let these leftists just do what they want right kind of thing so yeah yeah it was mm-hmm. not good um and i think at, at some point as well so the reason they abducted patty was because some of their members had gone to jail obviously for various crimes they'd done i think it was the mm-hmm. murder or maybe it was the bank robbers but um they abducted her so that they could trade her. One of the pl- plans and reasons was to trade her for their own members back. Right. Uh, but obviously things go a little bit of a different direction. Right. The old yes. Prisoner swap. The old prisoner swap. The old I steal an heiress to get mm-hmm. my friends mm-hmm. out well, of jail card. They, they also works every yeah, time. They also like Why demand not? that like they the one of the interesting demands they made when they had first had Patty was like 
that the the Hearst family donate a bunch of money to like food banks or something yeah. like that. Oh, baby. Yeah. Which was like That's actually cool. Cause like, and then they did it and then they were like, yeah, we're still not going to release her, which was like, well, th- that was probably like the best thing they yeah. ever did. Yeah. <laughs> what I remember reading is like they, yeah, they asked them to like, I think they originally asked for something outrageous, like a, it was insane. like $400 million to be distributed. And then they're yeah. like, well, we'll give you 2 million and distributed they like, we'll amongst like something but then they like so distribution was so fucked up they were like what you, you know what we're we're just keeping it fuck off yeah, yeah. They, they do a bad job so what happens when she's abducted is i mean there's a couple things so she's put in a closet for a while and just like not even allowed to talk to them and they kind of like treat her like shit because she's a prisoner of war right as, which in they theory. use all the terminology to make in, in theory, theory they use all these terminology to make it an escalated they're at war with the government like when you read like the flyers and, she, and like the things that she says um when she eventually does get uh, be able to communicate with at the outside through the you know tapes and stuff um they do escalate it quickly and, and whatnot and like take it very seriously um but well, <laughs> one of the demands we were saying with the with the food it was 70 dollars per person mm-hmm. right, that was right, poor yeah. and they're supposed to give out money uh, or just food in that of, of that value to people um, i think they even did it twice maybe but they that was one of the early demands and the family tried to do it but they didn't the organization that they donated only two million dollars to because they didn't they were wealthy, but they also weren't wealthy enough that they cared to also give that right, much money because right, it was yeah. outrageous. Mm-hmm. But like when you actually end up watching some documentaries and seeing the footage that of like the police officers or not, I don't think it's police officers. I think it was actually volunteers. They had other specific demands of the people who give away the food as well. Um, anyway, the people who are giving away the food because there wasn't enough of it and all these people wanted it. It ends up being this whole shit show where they're like literally throwing <laughs> bread at people. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> like, yeah, they're gonna yeah, get again. in the eye with potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible. Well, there's your food. Then, Take yeah. it. It's so bad. They're like, here's food. And they're like, yeah, you're, you're literally hurling it at us so that does goes terribly in the media um and so like not only did they give food to people they gave it in like the worst possible it. it's like we're gonna like, fuck you terrorists i'm just gonna bludgeon the homeless with potatoes until you're satisfied <laughs> so bad they're like throwing things it was so chaotic the footage is and yeah but also i think horrible. like the, to be fair like defreeze was also clearly like very mentally ill like and and also yeah. like had a lot of trauma mm. from childhood like he'd been arrested he'd had a bad childhood like he, like I, he was not like a stable guy uh i my guess is he was very charismatic and like again like whatever his crimes or whatever not that he doesn't owe some responsibility to the people he harmed but he was clearly very unstable you know yeah Which might make him susceptible to be in a put in the position of an Asian provocateur as well. Yes, right? exactly. To be a compromised member or like a leader of this uh-huh. organization and introduce some sort of chaotic narrative around yeah. left-wing and militant had, activism. Yes, and he had specifically been arrested by... So, yeah, I, I don't know if this is a good time to say it. He had been arrested and had in dealings with a well-known intelligence officer in the LAPD who was known as like a, an informant handler. So this is like, yeah, I don't, I, I think mm. like we should kind of, we're kind of, we're going way, like again, like DeFreeze is not the- We're getting away from the, from, he's, he's very interesting, but, but Patty Harris, they're all related together. Um, but yes. yeah, he's, I definitely wanted to more because I'd know a lot less, but um, so what happens anyways with this is, so this, t- this story has so many twists. I really recommend watching that. Mm. It's like the first time I saw it, like, Oh my God. Every single time I was like, this story's crazy. It takes like another twist. So she's yeah. abducted and 
the food th- scandal happens where literally people are pelted with food and injured. <laughs> We're helping you. Take his bread. It's the US. So it's like Black Friday. Like people are, are desperate yeah. for these things too. Yeah. So it just goes terribly. It was Black Friday. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just I mentality, see this door crasher for like the $70 fucking potato roast. Yeah. Yeah. But so she starts. So the reason, of, of, obviously, that I kind of mentions there's there's these radio um, ad kind of things or these tapes that are released and given to a radio station where she's recorded talking to them, being like, "I'm safe, um, I'm prisoner of war. They're not going to release me until the demands are met." Here's their crazy, outlandish demands, which again are just so extremely ridiculous. Um, and so like they're, they're like they don't really understand politics. Um, you know, like the name of the 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 group is kind of weird the things they ask for are outrageous and not really feasible um they go back on their plans of you know they don't actually get their friends released um and then she's kind of sympathetic in, in the voices and she's sort of like um she's like she, it's very interesting when you when you listen to them and when you hear what people kind of read into it like she sounds like maybe she's drugged or something because she kind of slurs a little bit and stuff like that um it's kind of questionable if she's mm-hmm. what's going on and how they're treating her right but but so at one point, uh, it changes, the game changes a little bit. So no, so she is involved with them in a bank robbery and she's carrying mm. a gun and she has a wig on and her name is Tanya. And she's like front and she's center. She's no longer like it's, Patty yeah. Hearst. Yeah. She's actively partaking and helping with the, um, with the whole group. And she's now part of the SLA. She identifies with them. They do photo shoots and she's like standing for their flag. She actively insults her parents or yeah, her grandpa, like the people who organized the things, obviously, you know, it went terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like one of them now. She's no longer well, just the heiress who's been abducted. Stephen Weed, who again has sort of been the media guy. Like <laughs> the Hearsts are known as being kind of like, they're very careful with who they talk to in the media because they're, they know what it's like to get like fucked over by the media. So they're mm-hmm. kind of letting Steven in the be the face of this. And that was clearly like intentional to a certain mm. extent. Yeah. Like, I think like they, right. yeah. Her fiance and too. Yeah, yeah, but it's also easy. Oh, like, then, and, and she denounced him. She called him like a misogynist right. pig and all this <laughs> yeah, stuff. And that like, oh, man. oh again, yeah. like that was like, was like oh shit. Like that dude is, he just <laughs> like, fiance. Ever, he's just like, it's wild. Like, if you want the, like, if you look up the de- dictionary definition of like, a cock even <laughs> weed is good and i don't mean he that in a, he's he just so sad the whole time like <laughs> no. he's just he just says all the shit you expect him to say i don't yeah, know he's anyway. just like yeah. he's just like i hope they're treating her well and i know she's like she just wants to come home and stuff like that and, and then I she's just, like fuck you steve you're a fucking bitch like fuck yeah, you. I'm like, just like jack I just this hope everyone sends her their like thoughts and prayers and stuff it just because they beat him up yeah. too like that was the other thing is they came into her yeah. their house his house him, where she was oh, yeah because he was there and they like beat the shit. they had guns so like again like oh well that and that was something her mom said too was like well there's just not men like who was her example i think it was gary cooper or something she's like there aren't men like gary cooper anymore if she'd been with a That's real Gary man, Cooper. she would never have gotten kidnapped, which is like oh they God. had machine guns. He's, like, he's of Gary course, Cooper. he wasn't gonna like be like, fuck you, I'm gonna fight you. Like, but also, like, yeah. he's a he's a dingus. I mean, I think if you look him up, he was like a nerd, he's a math tutor. Yeah. I think he was a pretty he's, lanky, he's tall like a, a, nerd co- guy. a college professor or like a college teacher or something like he that. Yeah, he, he wasn't he looked like a math guy. He doesn't look like he put a good fight. I mean, I'm even if he was like a, a tough guy, like they could have just shot him. Like obviously they were willing to shoot people. So True. like exactly. no, there was no reason for him to like resist, you know? Anyway. Yeah. 
So the next major event that happens that also is kind of crazy is that, uh, so she's obviously the FBI is involved in the case and you know, the media is going wild because it's the seventies and, and this heiress has been abducted. She's now joining them. Like what's going on? Things get out of hand. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the FBI is actively searching and people are like, just find them already. It can't be that hard. They're not that smart. Right. Um, and so eventually they do eventually kind of, I'm saying eventually a lot, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> eventually they find the house and they get like the tip that like, okay, this is where they are. Um, so now this crazy shootout happens. And this is like another insane piece of footage where it's it's bonkers there there's like police everywhere in this neighborhood there's like hundreds and hundreds of bullets flying it's and this wild. was in la right like this was after they left san francisco because so. they could the heat was bad in in san francisco so right. they went to la but the problem was that was a stupid move because the lapd was the first sort of police department to be militarized they, so they, they actually they, went they to the new SWAT gear. city like they had, they were like showing off their new squat <laughs> yeah. squad and stuff. Yeah. And, and that was the city they went to <laughs> and LA started man. shooting people. Like, LA cops this stuff out. Yeah. yeah. At every point you're just like, they make the worst. Oh decisions. yeah. Well, then, <laughs> again, like I also like, imagine like, like it's a bunch of like, again, like mostly middle-class white people being led by this guy who's pretty much willing yeah. to do anything. And actually, I think if I remember correctly, the, the like a lot of them met in university and they're all that kind of like 19 to 22 age, mm -hmm. like they're relatively young. Donald DeFries was yeah, older sure. than the rest yeah. of them, um, which is kind of how he became the leader. And it was like the um, 60s so and all... 70s. Like this was the time when all yeah. these groups were fomenting, like there was all this stuff going on. You know, there were all mm -hmm. these groups that were like, it, it sounds like it also came out of like a prison group that was actually much yeah. more like academic. And then these people kind of broke away. But even like, like we'll link in the description, like this, the SLA's like writings and they are like, like fully insane. Like they are like, it's bonkers. like just like full on, like, like, but they must have had some good ideas. They're trying to feed the poor. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was one of the only good yeah. things. They did. But yeah, <laughs> but before yeah. that huge shootout, what actually had tipped the tipped the cops off was that when they went to that department store, right? William. Yeah, so that was how what caused the big yeah. shootout was, and it's interesting. Sorry, I don't mean to keep no, go dominating, ahead. but um, they they like the, the guy in the documentary, the one guy who's like out of prison who was part of the group. He claims that Patty was the one that started the shooting. That they were trying to like. Mm. What happened was they went into the yeah store but and they got spotted accounts of that and they too, were leaving and the police kind of grabbed them and they he was like we just thought patty would leave or like keep her head down and that she pulled up the machine pulled out the machine gun because she was waiting in the van and yeah. that she started shooting mm. right? well yeah and that was the whole thing that solidified that she was with them because they had left her in the van with the keys and That's she was just said. driven yeah. off at any time well yeah i guess like again but this, this is, is like what, we're this we haven't is, this is what I'm saying is the meat what solidified in the media that she was like the media's narrative was like yeah. she is now with them. Yeah. Totally. This is what the media yeah. was saying. Well, she also made and a bunch so of she, recordings too. Yeah. Like, where she oh, yeah. was saying that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She says she's not brainwashed in the recordings, then she like and stuff like that when she like joined. But yeah, them. security from the department store had grabbed William, I think it was one of the one of the members, the one that she runs away with after Honestly, this. there are like 20 of them and I cannot keep them apart. I think it's I think it was like, William, but they all yeah. have funny nicknames too. Like because like the group also like kind of took all of the principles of Kwanzaa and that was like all of the heads on the wow. snake and their logo is represented like is? the different principles of was, Kwanzaa. That was like a Hydra thing. Um, well, it is, but yeah, it's like a Hydra snake 
that also represents Kwanzaa. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like these people were Dope, like man. in deep, you know, like it wasn't, this wasn't like the black Panther, like 10 point program kind of thing. Like this was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I asked you what you do for a living and you told me why you're in a multi-level marketing cult because Jesus told you like, that's the kind of level of stuff that they were writing. It's truly check like out this manifesto. It's they're very, their 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 motto was like death to the fascist insect that feeds upon the life of the people, which well, I mean I can get behind that catchy, but it's long and it's kind of complicated. <laughs> yeah. It's not just like yeah, everything they do is like it's just too long. Like it's like the manifesto also and like their demands were also like crazy long lists and you're like Ugh. yeah like no this is too complicated you're overcomplicating it, it, it starts guys. off with Be the good simple. stuff Keep to like terrorism simple. yeah let, let, let's, let's unite all the oppressed people and destroy the capitalist <laughs> state and create a system of sovereign nations where everyone like true affirmation of love and trust and honesty you're like okay cool and then that's like the first paragraph of like 20 where they just say that over and over again basically in different ways it's mm-hmm. yeah basically um but yeah during the shootout you know they've they've gotten this these tips that they're you know in the neighborhood because people were kind of seeing things i think also their their vans and stuff had like flyers and stuff so like they they tried to keep a low radar but again i don't think they're especially good at it (laughs) um so they find the house which the group is living in and this crazy shootout happens Um, biggest shootout in la's history i think it's it, the number of bullets. I can't remember what it was, but it was like ridiculous. And like um, in some of the footage, one of the newspaper reporters, they're, they're like way too close. And he's like, there's a shootout going oh, on. Like man. bullets go right past his head, like Second. on the I love camera. The, You're I like, love the <laughs> dude, <Yeah. laughs> what are you the doing? The police had um, like AR-15s and shit like that. Well, it was insane. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, they're militarized. So they have tons of their own shit. Um, so there's just bullets yeah, flying everywhere bonkers um eventually the house catches fire yeah and so now it's on fire you know how do you save people who are firing bullets at you and it's on fire you can't even you're not gonna go in right so the house burns down and i think there were like five or seven bodies in it mm-hmm. yeah, um, a bunch of them were and, them, like the, the SLA yeah. people yeah so a bunch of, of the sla members are in obviously it's that it was right it was the right house um and there's burnt bodies and they try to identify them and the media and like people don't know yet if hattie Hurst is there um they're kind of assuming she is and you know it's pretty grim you know people are upset people being her family i guess because again she kind of has like a mixed reaction of if she's really with them or if she's brainwashed or whatever um so they think she's dead at that point kind of sort of some people because they're not totally sure i think they do identify the bodies and she was not actually in them but you know in the moment you don't know what's going on right mm-hmm. there's mystery people well, in this the, building that's and the interesting thing is like we're all viewing this again later at the end of it like after it's all done yeah. so we know what happens but it's like totally. it was must have been very different in the moment to like experience super different like the news yeah. reports as they're happening like we think about things that have happened lately like even all the the stuff this mm-hmm. summer like, like now we know what happened, but like when it was happening, it was just like, well, what could this be? Like, what's going to happen? Or like, and I don't exactly. want to equivalentize those because they're completely different or like even like nine 11, you think of, right? Like I remember being in the moment of that and it just feels so different, felt so different then than it does yeah. now. Like I remember people well, talking about like, well, who do we think did this? And there was all these theories, but like yeah. no one really knew. And like people were saying it was stuff an inside job, Joe. It was totally an inside <laughs> job. But, like, that's amazing. It was an inside <laughs> job by elves. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> but that shit must have been rampant too. It's like, oh, well, she was in the whole time. Like, I think it did turn totally. out that she had like talked to some of them before 
Uh, she was staying elsewhere in like a hotel. Yeah. Because she was kind of like an important member and to them. And she had so possibly think... talked to DeFreeze before they kidnapped her as well. I don't know if that no. was ever confirmed or not, but that was kind of, this is like, that. yeah, I want to get into that, but I don't want to get into it yet. I want to kind of get the story through and then we can talk about. No, let's say what, what the main story was theories. that happened. At least what we <laughs> I think Craig has just been sitting here like experiencing secret things. Well, um, well, yeah. So anyway, the shootout happens. No one really knows if she's alive or dead. When you watch a documentary, if you've never seen it, this is like, I, for me, like this was insane. I was like, oh, she's totally dead. Like what, what she's gone. Like it makes so much sense. So you're going to learn all together. Um, obviously she's not because unfortunately we've spoiled that for you. But um, but this was like another uh, twist. Reality she's like, oh my God, yeah. This would be crazy to see. Because yeah. first of all, it's like, oh, a kidnap story. Oh, that's exciting. I want to follow this story. Oh, now she's one it's of like, them. holy shit, man. She followed him. It's like, whoa. Where's this going next? Oh, no, crazy. Oh, she's dead. Out. Oh, she's dead. They got her. They set her on fire and shot her a million times. It's like, oh, shit, she's, she's not dead. Just like, holy fuck, what's happening next? Right. So she's not dead. She's actually in a hotel watching it go down with like two other members that are still alive and they're all crying. They, should, know, they should feel bad because like after their fiasco at the department store, I like that must have led directly to them going and shooting the fuck out of their like home base. So, yeah, I, I think feel that, was, that, was, that was like a little that was responsible. Yeah. The incident that they ended up being reported to the cops, and I think that led to them eventually. Um, right. Yes. Yeah. Found. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's not great. So, but anyway, she is alive, and she's kind of like keeping a low profile, and I think she's kind of missing at this point. Or yeah. I don't so know if she is so it looks like the police not. found a parking ticket in the van mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the shootout, and that's, that's how they figured out how their safe house was. Yeah. Their safe yeah. House was. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she's she's top secret at this point. She's no longer kind of around because um, they haven't found her and they haven't found these remaining people. Because they also, I mean, they took out like the a large portion of the group, right? And that that kind of fire uh, slash. Yeah, it, it wasn't. So, it was just like a super small group. I didn't think there was more than like ten members or something. I think they were. I mean, it depends. That's probably people who are loosely They're, related. Yeah, they were a larger group with friends. like sort of a core, and I think it was like maybe ten to twenty people that were sort of actually yeah. involved in all this, okay. and that were like together in that house in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still pretty uh-huh. small though, um, and then ends up being like partners of people, friends or of each other. Um, but anyway, so she um, is still kind of MIA for a bit, and then eventually she gets spotted, and the FBI does, you know take her in and be like all right tanya you're not enough to see not tanya because she's recognizable and patricia um and you know she gets sent to jail because she did some bad shit mm-hmm. um and then the whole you know obviously trials this is a whole other media thing is because you know then yeah. the trials are happening and like is she innocent is she not because it is very complicated and a lot of stuff comes out as well on top of everything you've already seen of like the, the footage and like the shootouts and the radio um you know not assuming ads if they're ads <laughs> that's all ads no ads, yeah. um the radio well, this was sort <laughs> of what brought uh, stockholm syndrome into like pop culture like it wasn't mm. like a yes. sort of like a pop culture concept until this sort of what did mm. it. This is one of those like famous Stockholm syndrome cases mm-hmm. um, because of that. So in the actual like courts and stuff, she, she is very like still pro the SLA um, and kind of in denial and like smiling and being kind of weird. And you're like, what the hell? Um, and she actually lists her job description as urban gorilla, <laughs> which is, that's just such a rich person way to like list fantastic. your list like what to be like yeah fuck the pigs it's like i'm an urban gorilla it's my occupation <laughs> <laughs> yeah but her family and stuff are still trying to defend her and like 
I mean, maybe afterwards, because she just ended up, you know, she ends up being guilty and they're like, all right, go to prison. You're not good. Um, you did all these bad things. Um, <laughs> but her family does like do like an aggressive campaign to kind of make her look uh, like the victim. And also Jimmy Carter is involved, the president. And, you know, they're kind of shifting public opinion and they're trying really hard to kind of get her pardoned and forgiven because she, you know, was young and impressionable and, um, you know, in like this crazy situation, which is so outlandish. And again, they have a ton of money. To, unlike and they have unlike the rest of the yeah. impressionable yeah. people who don't have yeah, I was say, like, family to like the, the party was really opinion. like, I was just like, <laughs> what? Why? Who? Wait, first yeah. of all, Jimmy Carter, yeah. Carter, and then Bill Clinton like went in and like, yeah. wait, Jimmy, wait, did Jimmy Carter pardon her? Because Clinton no, did something No, he commuted her sentence and then Bill Clinton okay. pardoned so her. So Carter sent her to jail. And right, then Clinton sorry. pardoned her. Yeah, the pardon is what basically makes you no longer a, a felon, which means you can vote right. and stuff like that, which yeah. is kind of the, the... So yeah, it's much easier to do that like 20 years down the road. But then I was just trying to like yeah. unravel it because a lot of times when like the presidential pardons come out, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Like at least, well, not with the Trump pardons or whatever. It's like maybe you can find a thread where it's like, okay, yeah, this person probably doesn't yeah. deserve to be in jail anymore. But then I was like, yeah. Patricia Hearst. Um, mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's very interesting. Um, they launched obviously their campaign. Well, I think that's more so while she's in prison and stuff. But also while she was in, uh, I meant, meant to touch on this as well. Once she was like kind of found and stuff, um, and the FBI was obviously interviewing her and sort of building their case and stuff. She only weighed eighty seven pounds, which is not a lot. Um, so she was like very malnourished, and they obviously weren't taking care of her well. And she mm. had really, like a lot of nightmares. They test her IQ, and compared to previous scores, it was like way lower. Um, and she was like a chain smoker, and all these crazy things kind of changed. And she had like weird memory memory loss as well, according to like the record. So like, mm-hmm. there was a lot of like physical okay. things that were kind of wrong. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe she did is, like have like the psychological trauma like changed her. It's yeah. But it's hard, even even yeah. still, a pardon yeah. based yeah. on an adult woman well, who, like, like yes, totally under duress yeah. and stuff. Her, her right. sentence wasn't and it reduced from like thirty five years to seven, and then it and then she, she served twenty one months. months of, yeah, she only did a few she months. She served of basically it. just over a year. So I think it like, does kind of. She does get like I think definitely like the wealthy like white female like. Get, yeah, uh, get I just want to know. I just want to know like was Clinton really getting like like kickbacks from the hearse for this partner was this something he you just got to assume that was going he's got to like yeah i think her like she's still at the end of the day did the things we can sort of debate that later i think maybe later on definitely but like yeah um i want to just make one more last thing of well which is that so the other really interesting piece of information which is also kind of problematic um which happening happens well like, like she claims happened during when she was abducted at like the start of the, the, the whole situation um was that she was actually assaulted regularly, regularly by two of the members especially in the beginning of it mm-hmm. right so it's another factor happening mm-hmm. which is terrible and um the court tries to say that she wasn't because she had like a weird trinket from one of them as like a gift mm-hmm. and they say oh yeah because if you no give someone a gift something. then you can't rape them right like, and you instantly can't have said right. that they're a rapist because they gave you something you kept it. But I, her right. reason for keeping it, which I think is very interesting, is that it was like old archaeological artifact. And so she's an art history major. We gave him like so a raptor valued, claw or something? I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> that would be she valued awesome. this thing. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here's a dinosaur toe. Um, <laughs> no, but she thought it was like a special archaeological thing. I don't think it actually really was, yeah. but she believed that or it that was. Or that sounds like something she of, made up as to why she kept it instead of just being like, 
Well, I think it actually was relatively old, like an old type of, it was a thing that was kind of related to that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why she kept it because she thought it had value. And she was, I mean, also she probably didn't have a lot of things to be honest. So they weren't yeah. feeding her. They probably weren't feeding her a lot of, you know, toys. <laughs> yeah. So what she said. <laughs> Legos in here? Come on. <laughs> but I think it kind of shows the whole like delusional, like naivety that she kind of has going on. If she's like right. being like, oh, this thing was a really old artifact. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. I do not. remember that being the thing that like with her, story kind of changing tunes it was being like yeah I had with the like the rape versus consensual like i thought i i don't know how like the court determined it but was there psychological assessments i think that were done and there like, the were psychologists there were and i think there were psychological raped, assessments or? paid for by many parties and i think that's where it gets messy is there were pe the none of these were paid for as like really like an honest assessment. They were they were done in an attempt to argue in court. Our experts versus it, your experts. Yeah, it's right. like yeah. it's like a very yeah. and again this is like this comes from a very big family trying to make sure that the, that everything like mm -hmm. you know it's hard their to say even what nice life. like if if again like like you said, if she's this young, impressionable person, like how easy once, how easy is it for her family to sway her once she's back with them for, or whatever, right? Like to sort of like, right. or even just like them, for them to be like, shut the fuck up, Patty, don't say anything. And then have her like, also then, you know, eventually she kind of, anyway, yeah, this is kind of like part of it too, right? Is like, this yeah, was a, it's th part of it. And this became like a media yeah. battle and not really like an honest assessment of like, it was a competing narratives. It was not, mm -hmm. it was not like, let's figure out the truth to a certain right. extent. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And this was also like the seventies too, where they had like this whole free love, sexual freedom thing going on. Mm -hmm. Um, so, right. which, but know, was all, which was also used for cover by a ton of creeps. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, that's the other <laughs> thing too, right? Which was problematic. <laughs> sure. And so like, it, it's kind of like, it's just an icky situation. Mm -hmm. Everything about it is just, not cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the last thing I would say on the whole like her situation and like her coming out of it and what kind of revealed in the court that I think was the most relevant because um, obviously there was a lot of things going on. But definitely, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Alan Dershowitz is involved with this story, so <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> it is interesting that she can go from like the face of this left leftist terrorist organization to doing 20 months in prison and you know having grandchildren and like having a shih tzu and she's a dog trainer now i think she, isn't she, she, she like, does dog she, shows yeah, right. that was yeah exactly that's what i was gonna <laughs> yeah. segue and now present day patty hearst does that um and she's just acting at one point as well yeah, yeah. she's a mega mom that's pretty much but that, that yeah. is kind of crazy her daughter <laughs> married chris hardwick that is insane too because i remember before i even knew that i remember like because i used to listen to the nerdist podcast yeah. or something and like i read like an article something and this was like like he got semi or he got like his old ex-girlfriend like me to him like yeah yeah chloe Dixon, so he got, yeah yeah and i, I remember like reading something from him and like other accounts came out when that came out and all of them said like Chris Hardwick mm. was like a dick and he only associated himself with people that would further himself and like better his career. And it's just like, Hmm, Lydia Hurst makes a lot more sense as your wife now. Oh, <laughs> it's very, yeah. that's like a whole other thing of like, and like th that's an speaking of Lydia Hurst, there's a very funny interview where she tries to explain how normal her mother is but it's just like, mm. no, your mom is <laughs> like a rich person. Like you don't oh. sound, you're not making your mom sound normal. I'm, you're not making her sound like, 
like a nuts like psycho right. you're just making her sound like a person who has been insulated from any kind of consequences by her wealth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you basically yeah. that is what's yeah, normal a little to bit you. of that um mm-hmm. one other fun tidbit i forgot to include was that she does end up marrying one of the prison uh guards from when she was uh-huh. in private wow isolation. wow so this is really bringing stockholm syndrome yeah. like to <laughs> bring the stockholm another, home. well yeah. another very yeah. important thing to note wow. and, and think about yeah that well, is and another thing is like even stockholm syndrome is like kind of debated in psychological circles mm-hmm. whether it's like whether it should be sort of like one thing or whether it's like kind of like it's it's not it's not like the simple thing that like the media and, and pop culture have made mm-hmm. it out to be like yeah it's it's not necessarily even the term that all psychologists would use and stuff so like that's yeah. a whole other thing we could get into but basically know that like the media turned it into something it isn't necessarily in order to like make this case or whatever mm-hmm. right? yeah and actually um a lot of their media efforts didn't really work in the beginning because people didn't really believe it it wasn't until the jonestown massacre where you know hundreds of people died and were obviously heavily influenced by their cult leader that people kind of started think oh maybe people can be swayed by someone and have really heavily distorted beliefs right. after that incident there was also a lot of kind of public discourse where patty hurst which also kind of favor went in her favor um and you know, it's kind of justified that whole, um, I wouldn't say, again, with Stockholm Syndrome, like you're saying, like psychology kind of debates that. Um, I, I think maybe like the indoctrination and like the um, well, I think just heavily distorted kind of like reality that she experienced might be more what's going time. on and like a better way of phrasing it. Um, and like to, totally, we've seen that across so many different instances in history. But um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. she she the, their media efforts were ne- not necessarily well received by by the public until other things happened as well. Well, it's interesting too because that's another example of like, I mean, we should like the the the. Um, sorry what was it the the people's temple jonestown Jonestown, like that was another interesting case of like a guy who was sort of like this quasi-christian socialist who specifically was preaching like equality and integration but also was like a kind of cult leader who like made his follow would like sort of like indoctrinate his followers and but at the same time like that whole area of san francisco was like a poor black neighborhood that he kind of came in and and brought a bu- brought in like a bunch of white people who then like kind of like i think they gentrified it but they also lifted the black residents out of poverty in a way that like like there was just actual sort of like an actual changing of material conditions for a lot of his black congregation that made mm-hmm. them loyal to him and that's like something i think that's hard when we talk about this stuff is like like on one hand, like he was, he obviously was like, had enough power and megalomania to make them all kill themselves, but he did kind of like change their lives. And it's, it's hard not to see like, same with like this thing is like, like you said, like she's a young woman, suggestible, probably looking to kind of break out of her life in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And there probably was like an excitement to this whole thing. Like, and, and again, like she's impressionable clearly also it's the 70s the 60s and 70s there's mm-hmm. lots of drugs going around you know they don't yeah. we they, it's the cool all thing this to stuff do and like fight the power and like even like to just call it stockholm syndrome is kind of an oversimplification because like it seems yeah. to me at one point she did actually believe all this stuff yeah. you know to a certain extent and that doesn't mean that you I know men weren't did, yeah. sexually assaulting her or that whatever 
or that there weren't problems in this group and that this group wasn't like a cult that was like doing a bunch of bad shit because obviously yeah. like they weren't doing revolution very well yeah in that and no <laughs> like, the way i see it like i feel like the sla yeah it might have started as a kidnapping but then when like sh- maybe she showed that she was like receptive to their messaging and stuff and like maybe turning like they probably pumped her tires and like really big time like amped her up oh, to yeah. be like this godlike figure it's like you are the heiress of this you're like untouchable police won't want to shoot you like you're like you're basically invincible you can walk into this bank with this carbine you can hold the place up the police aren't going to shoot you because you're the heiress of this fortune so well and people want to make these people it just got out of like hand. villains or whatever and make it these sort of like that they were these masterminds that like used her but like that's not what happened like these were also like impressionable young people who weren't necessarily billionaire heiresses and they paid the mm-hmm. price for it. Um, yeah, for sure. That she never had to. Right? Yes. Which I think there's sure. still, Which, some of them are still in prison. Yeah. Like that's I mean, the, the crazy thing. They were probably hoping that they could get her to do all the, the dirty work and get off scot-free, which in a way like she did at the start, but then yeah. got them all killed kind of. <laughs> yeah. I think there's like a cultural, um, tendency i guess maybe and particularly in america but um it's pretty universal these days where there's like a reaction as people in different groups are kind of reconciling their understanding of the world with the actual conditions that are Mm -hmm. like normal yeah the inequality and whether whether or not you actually suffer from it or whether or not your like situation is captured by you know, kind mm-hmm. of the the paradigm, the capitalist, whatever, all, all of that, how you react to it kind of depends on your community, right? Yeah. How you, big, how yeah. you respond big to time. it. So if you're, mm-hmm. if your friends or if your community is a bunch of like small L liberals who are just like, oh, everything's fine. You know, if we want change, then we'll just elect someone who has a better idea than the last person and they'll like slowly fix it. And really it's not going to harm us all that much anyways. So gradual reform is fine or if you're in a radical like post-secondary university in the 70s or the 60s then it's like hey maybe we need to try and start a revolution or if you're i don't know conservatives in america in the mid to late 2000s and 2010s you're like we should start a um tea party movement or like a support this crazy racist businessman (laughs) and like has like all these like xenophobic tendencies and all this stuff and it's all a reaction to kind of the same reality in a sense i mean i don't pretend that like like mega people are all that worried about the average disenfranchised person in america but ultimately what they're concerned is about is is like losing losing ground in the American race, right? Losing ground in kind of like their pursuit of the American dream. And so Mm -hmm. the response is according to, you know, kind of the ideas that are pushed into the space. And in this case, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a, if it's a psyop or if it's a legitimate (laughs) attempt at revolution, but it obviously goes terribly awry. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think that Patty Hearst seems like she's kind of like a tourist who gets kind of caught up and then too far into it. And then it's like, well, I can't really back out now. Yeah. So yeah. then you just kind of get swept up in it all. And you've got all these people around you who are like, like you were saying, Wes, who are just like, oh yeah, like you're like our talisman. 
we go into the mm-hmm. bank, you're, we're like bulletproof with you because they're not mm-hmm. going out their big guns yeah. for an heiress, right? Yeah. So I think she did have, she had like grand ideals of being this like force of change, I think. Urban gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah. she was like yeah. a oh, student yeah. in the 70s and like you you couldn't be on a campus in the 70s without certain 60s or whatever without sort of getting caught up in all this stuff like like it was just mm-hmm. in it was like it was in the media it was everywhere and like you mm-hmm. know like a lot of people had this like i think like the thing is about it is like it was a very like like polarizing subject of like there was one sort of like especially older people and sort of the st- media establishment sort of treated as this like this awful terrible thing that's happening and that like might lead us to like the soviet union style like repressive communism etc mm-hmm. etc and then there was like a romance to it for younger people not only in the rebellion but in the actual because like as as crazy as the sla was like they're they're what they were well like were sort of like fighting for in a way was like a lot of them came out of like prisoners rights groups because they like you know it says like even like i think the yeah. one the guy that um patty hearst claimed raped her william wolf um was like a guy who started doing anthropology and he met some panthers and they sort of got him into like like doing like volunteering and like helping prisoners and talking to prisoners and stuff and it's like that's a noble goal is like i For sure. again like like it seems like these things start and then people sort of realize that like wow like i can't change the system just by doing this right i can't change the mm-hmm. system just by bringing books mm-hmm. to prisoners or being a pen pal like mm-hmm. and how far do you go and then you introduce someone like defreeze who like again i think like i'll link these articles there's there's one that's mm-hmm. literally titled the sla is the cia which is like a very <laughs> like what? And oh, I we know that the CIA, the problem is like, we know that the CIA did do these things. They, like did, they did yeah. put people into organizations. Yeah, they had informants true. in the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the, the aim of that was to make these organizations paranoid. And even if, even mm-hmm. if he wasn't actually part of the CIA, it's possible that someone who was like, you know, so that he was informing to was talking to someone in the CIA and vice versa or whatever yeah. or had to, had or at the very least they had like worked with the CIA and like we're a cop now that was like hey I can use some of these CIA tactics to bust people like we've heard horror stories recently of like the the things that mm-hmm. police informants have done and been subjected to as much as anything so like yeah and DeFreeze was clearly mentally unstable so like it felt like all you had to do was kind of wind him up and let him go. Like, I think that was kind of the good thing. The thing that a police informant saw in him was like, this guy's going to do something crazy eventually. And if I set him off and send him in the right direction, I can be the hero that mops it up. Right. Like there's For sure. like, so I don't want to like, again, like it's like, you don't want to just like dismiss this group wholesale or like some of their ideas, but mm-hmm. also like the black Panthers denounce them. So like when the black Panthers yeah. are denouncing you, like, you can't be doing everything right. You know, you, you're, you've got to yeah. have kind of gone astray somewhere because whatever you say about the Black Panthers, like they knew that they couldn't just like start shooting. Walk into a bank. And, you know, walk like into a bank and a Walmart rob and blow the shit out of a Walmart they, sign. And they were interested in lifting Black people up and liberating them. Mm-hmm. And they knew that as much as maybe it does eventually require some form of, you know, violence or or, you know, like resistance that isn't, kosher 
whatever that is, they knew that they had to choose their moment carefully and that more importantly, they had to build up their communities to be resilient enough that when somebody did that, their communities wouldn't just be like set upon by the CIA and destroyed. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think like, I don't know, I, this is again, getting away from Patty Hearst, but I think you can't not (laughs) consider the fact that the SLA was at least partly like a creation of a police informant. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't actually hear about that. That's really like, makes a lot of sense too. Cause they were very disorganized and I could see, you know, if you had that kind of, you know, light suggestions, cause mm-hmm. they, you know, they had access factors. to the equipment totally. Mm-hmm. And like the guiding them that way. And like Donald DeFries, you said he's highly susceptible as well. Um, cause like in the very beginning, they start off with totally fair, you know, um, beliefs and like, and systems, like they, they have problems with how America's prison system is slavery, yeah. which we're still talking about that today. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. they were right then and they're right now. Um, and, and various things like feeding the poor, like they wanted to do good things, mm-hmm. but they went about it kind of, you know, a bit of the wrong way. Um, and they got, I think a little lost and sidetracked and did some, some things yeah. <laughs> that right. went poorly. Yeah. Um, it's really honestly a tragedy for like, like you said, the people that lost their lives. Um, Patty Hearst gets to live and live her life normally, but many mm-hmm. are in prison and many of them died. And, um, and as much as they did terrible things, um, some of them, you know, might've just gotten roped into it. And, and I think these issues get a lot more complicated. Like, I mean, um, you and I even kind of early to, earlier, like I see more of, of the, the situation and the circumstances affecting Patty Hearst than her personal, um, I mean, it's, it's just so complicated. It's hard to say if she's like hundred percent innocent or hundred percent terrible and deserves well, to be in prison. Right. Cause it, there's so many things. And going like, on. I, it's not um, like, it's just in the middle somewhere. Like, obviously like, no. I think like on one hand, like whatever Patty Hearst believed, it's not, it's, I, I think like the truth is like when you're that wealthy and that sort of like insulated, like you you can change your beliefs on a whim and it doesn't it doesn't have any sort of material like yeah she served some jail time and i'm not saying she wasn't Mm -hmm. abused and traumatized like and that she wasn't kind of used by this group in a way and that again like her marrying her prison guard also speaks to like a whole other set of things going on there that like Mm -hmm. and whatever i don't know maybe they love each other probably Mm -hmm. you know like if there's married for a while yeah, yeah i think like i think like it's just the truth is like like she was never going to be, she was never going to be subject to the consequences that the rest of these people who were probably kind of like, like brought into the group the same way she was in a way like, you know, maybe. Well, yeah. Some of them were just dating the the dude or whatever. And like, right. We're like, Oh, he's a cute boy. He's got a weird political group. Or like the people that got like burned (laughs) by the LAPD. (laughs) I think like, you know, you think you think now it's like, No, no, keep it in. Cut, cut my part. So I'll, cut it, I'll cut it out of yours, but yeah. Like you Just think good. about like the LAPD and the way they already were. And like, I've been reading a bunch of reporting on the deputy gangs in LA, which mm-hmm. is really horrifying. Mm-hmm. And like, you hear that they burned this house down and it was an accident quote unquote, but like, that's, that's not the only time that the LAPD has done that. And well, yeah, about, well, yeah. yeah, I should like, say when they, when that build, when they burnt the building down in the shootout is because they shot tear gas in and tear gas has been known to start fires. Like yeah, when you shoot totally. it, it's like, if you've seen Waco, it's like, well, ugh. or like, look at what happened to Chris Dorner. Like, and that was a case mm-hmm. where they clearly wanted to do shit to him. Like they wanted to torture him before he died. But you know, it's like, those five people lost their lives because um because like a few people like and like would they have attracted that attention without patty hearst in their group 
probably not. And that's not necessarily her fault per se, because she can't control it, but also mm -hmm. like, you know, like, it's like, yeah, like she kind of drew the media attention that, and again, like this is, the I, think, they did I think she's directly that. responsible for them getting like SWAT thrown right at them <laughs> and guns blazing. Um, yeah, I don't know if she... I don't think I if she had fired that carbine them. like at that well, department thing, store, I don't like, think they would have gotten that's so That's also possibly the people who started the shooting or like... like, And they had already murdered someone before they even kidnapped her. You know, like this yeah. was mm -hmm. not a bunch of people who just got true. like... That's true. And they, they, shot, they shot this superintendent with bullets they packed <laughs> with cyanide. You it's know? Like, a, like, whoa, wow, what? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and <laughs> like again... Yeah. And that He's was when the Panthers... superintendent, man. That was when the Panthers denounced them was after that murder. And it's just like, at some point you do have to be like, again, like, I think like, like, again, I don't, I also think like the easy thing to do is just to be like, whose fault was this? Like, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, like, have you seen America? Like, yeah. of course this is going to happen in <laughs> America. Like, because you make people, you, 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 education is horrible. The media is just this nonstop deluge of like telling you what to think, telling that you how to feel, education. telling you who to be. That yeah. replaces education. Mm -hmm. You're in the middle of like, essentially like the most explosive time in America, like the, uh, the next big upsurge since like the abolition of slavery of like race relations. Like this was mm -hmm. just post civil rights. Like, it's a powder keg. Something like this was bound to happen and going like, yeah. this is Patty Hearst's fault or this is William Wolf's fault or this is like William Randolph's Hearst's fault. It's like, nobody can yeah, say I'm go with that one. they're the person. It's, it's Randolph's fault. It is It is William Randolph's fault. I don't know. Yeah. Could be, could be. Should have gone with Randy. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the volunteers who threw food at the crowd yeah. terribly. If those homeless people hadn't been homeless, they never would have tried to help them and just never would have gotten out of here. God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. They'd only been more orderly. Yeah. yeah. Charity is but tough. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things fumbled. But... Charity is tough, you know? tough to run yeah. a million dollar oh yeah it's true yeah. well it's true. I, don't, you know, I don't even maybe I if they paid the charity workers a little more they could have had it a bit better yeah, organized God. you know they did donate the two million dollars to a group to tell them like to do to do mm -hmm. it so like the the Hearst family themselves weren't necessarily that in charge of the that incident no yeah, um, other totally. than giving the money right so it's also complicated yeah. there's like you know who's involved for that incident like it's they gave the money but then they also gave it to a group that was poorly organized obviously and did a disaster and this is almost like two things it's like there's the events themselves and then there's the trial after which recontextualizes mm -hmm. and changes all the events and mm -hmm. uh, like yeah i don't doubt that like what and then like they're saying like patty Hearst was on drugs the entire time she was in prison she was kept sedated so like all of a sudden you've got a suggestible person Right. You've got someone yeah. who can be easily been like, are you sure that's what happened, mm -hmm. Patty? Like you look at that, like fucking making a murderer. They have that 16 year old mm -hmm. kid. He's not even on drugs. They just keep him yeah. like sleep deprived oh, yeah. and everything for 20 yeah. hours and he'll say whatever they want him to say. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, like once once this media machine kicks into full gear for this trial and it's like the Hearsts mm -hmm. want to protect their family. They also want to protect their newspapers. The the me the rest of the media wants like a scapegoat. They want they want to find they want this like this like psychodrama to play out. It, it just mm -hmm. becomes a whole other thing. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. It definitely is 
yeah, that's why I was so, I mean, that's why I was like, it's one of those things that I like to talk about. I tried to start drawing a comic series about Ooh. it once because I was like, this is so wild. And I got only one page in. Um, <laughs> you can finish it someday. It's, Share it. Someday. Um, it's for me, the reason I think I'm especially so drawn to it is especially because like, I've just seen a lot more in like recent years with, you know, the last presidency and stuff. Um, I feel like the echo chambers on social media and, you know, different kind of life experiences that we all have. Um, we all see our world so different and our reality can change depending on the context that we're in. So like, uh, I just find it so fascinating because, um, she really does that. She kind of, she has like the rich heiress abducted thing that she has the you know gorilla fighter then she has yeah yeah totally she really kind of becomes a very different person all these different contexts um and you know who's it's hard to kind of and like marrying the prison guard later on it's like (laughs) there's there's it is this a survival thing though it's like i mean i i'm i'm not gonna hold it against her i would join the sla if like they're not feeding me and keeping me in a closet for five days or whatever i'd be like break me out let's go shoot up a bank she was she was like 19. Like she probably didn't know enough. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she did, but like, maybe she knew a lot, but maybe she wasn't so sure. And like with the things she's done and like, how she's going to argue if she's mm-hmm. innocent or not the police, are they going to help her? The police not going to help her. Um, it's, it's, it's just so complicated. And so like to say what, what, you know, your own decisions would be in that situation. Oh. Like you can't possibly know. Unless and you that's true that of everyone involved. It's like, it's like you're, yeah. and I think they said too, like when, like you said, like she came and she was like malnourished and all this stuff. So clearly like on one hand, like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe that was treating a prisoner badly, or maybe that was all of them. Maybe they were all completely, like, you know, not taking care of themselves, stressed out, unable to eat, unable to, like, do anything. And that's not a yeah. good state for anyone to make decisions in. And, like, the messages mm-hmm. that they're probably, like, encouraging each other with their own small echo chamber, like, they didn't have social media because the 70s, so, like, they're listening to themselves, yeah, right? Totally. Um, and we know that psychology, like, when you're just get a group of people who all have the same beliefs, they're just going to reinforce, and then that's going to radicalize, so, like, the social exclusion um, from the rest of society that they're facing. Um, and, like, even the Black Panthers denouncing them. So now they really are by themselves, so they can't even have a good influence that can tell them what not to do. It, it just creates this, like, huge, complicated bubble that you, like... I don't know. They do terrible things. I don't, I'm not defending them. Um, and, and Patty Harris never won. Like it's, it's awful what happens, but um, it is really interesting. And I think it's a really important like lesson in like looking at that and looking at the context of situations and seeing a little bit more clearly how complicated they are. Um, yeah. Well, and understanding it's, like, uh, it's a doozy, not only like the conditions that led to it, but also the conditions that then lead to it becoming this media sensation and then what the media sensation turns it into right is like yep. is like that's the thing is like this was never going to be a thing that was like like in any got any sort of like clear airing of like what really happened and that's like as much as we can guess and sort of theorize and obviously we all have our own like take on it which like we mm-hmm. kind of dovetail but like it's like at the same time like even the even the people that did it probably don't remember what happened because they were probably like running on adrenaline out of their minds, like malnourished, like just trying to survive, like, you know, and then and then they probably then they don't want to necessarily tell the truth either, because maybe the ugly truth is they did, you know, not only sexually assault Patty, but maybe all the women in that group were sexually assaulted. Maybe the men, some of the men were like abusive to some of the other men, maybe the, you know, like maybe there wasn't a good group dynamic and maybe they were all like screaming at each other and like totally divided and they don't want to admit that. And then, you know, the Hearsts mm-hmm. don't want to admit that their daughter could possibly start believing in communism because they're big, like anti-communists. And like, it just becomes this thing of like, well, whose narrative is going to win the day? And the truth is like, of mm-hmm. course it was going to be 
whatever the newspapers wanted you know like what what sells the yeah. most newspapers what absolves the people that the, the hearsts want to absolve the most etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah. It, it, yeah it feeds into a lot of different narratives that are kind of overarching at the time as well about you know the threat of the commies the radical leftist threat mm. which like ostensibly yeah. this organization was it's like well there's no better evidence that if you just leave them unchecked they're just going to try and take over and rob the banks and steal our billionaire daughters and etc and rape our white women <laughs> like that's yeah, yeah, like yeah, again exactly. like at first it was like okay so this willie wolf guy raped her sorry tari i just I no, no, it's fine. I'm, I was just going to go on a rant of like, it drives me crazy because they always neglect. They're like, oh, look, evil left group. And it's like one small left group. I'm like, hey, what about all of the left people who are denouncing that specific left yeah. group? Right. Like, come on. And what does it take to qualify as a left group? Yeah. Anyways. And what does that even mean? It's like also stupid. <laughs> well, it's the same thing when like, when like a, a right wing guy shoots up a mosque. It's not, oh, it's, all, it's not wolf. like, oh, nope. well, yeah, just wolf, blah, 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 blah. Like he wasn't influenced by all the other groups running around. It's like, oh, but this, 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 this like leftist guy, like this guy who stabbed people on a train once voted for bernie sanders Ooh, like that's this is the loony left like yeah so but yeah like yeah, it, sorry go ahead no go ahead what i was gonna say on the the sexual assault thing is like at first it was this willie wolf guy and it's like okay maybe he did and then all of a sudden later it became this dead black guy and there's a whole race dynamic there of like yep. you know like black men raping white women and then it's like okay so now and I don't know. I also don't want to say that he didn't rape her because it's possible. And again, but the, like, but the trope maybe, and the narrative got fed into further and it got picked up and ran mm-hmm. with. And, and you can start with consensual sex that becomes, you know, a sexual assault. Like it's not, it's not a black and white A or B. I mean, I think all sex they had when she was a prisoner. Well, that's the thing also, like, like, you know, like she's, they kidnapped her. Power like dynamics. how, how, how consensual can, that sex be in a larger context whether or not in the moment she was like have sex Mm -hmm. with me or whatever right like even if she said that you know like what it's but that and that gets into a larger game of like how consensual can any sex be when people need to pay period. their rent. Period. How no consensual sex. can any sex, no sex really be? Anymore, guys. Stop having sex. Only sex Stop doing it. Almost, we need the demolition man visor sex thing. We're, we're supposed to be getting those. We're like <laughs> we're like ten years away from those. Overdue. We're overdue. Yeah. 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 yeah no consensual sex under capitalism. That's the. That's a good phrase. <laughs> we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> the right's gonna latch onto that. that like They're our sex. <laughs> Sex Honestly, canceled. if we get if we get called out for cancel culture, that would probably be like give us big numbers. So let's do that. <laughs> oh no, yeah, we're angling <laughs> no. for a good cancel. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta bump that Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So uh what do you guys think? Patty Hearst, could I she have liberated whole, America? I think could the whole liberated them from the shackles of capitalism. Yeah. The CIA like, is the SLA or SLA is the CIA angle is yeah, I'm gonna read more about that. Mind bending. Absolutely. What's the lie? Explain some of the weird things. Yeah. yeah, speaking of weird, did we ever figure out what symbio what sim um it was like the word symbiosis yeah. was one of the things. Okay. They're um, into symbiotes, right? Venom, sure. got it. And uh, I can't remember exactly. It's definitely like when they try to explain it, you're just like it still doesn't really make sense. Like okay. it's they made up the word. Yeah. Basically they they just wanted some like like sort of like again, like they wanted to have like a, a group 
with a name and a cool slogan. And I think like, again, they, and, they, and they did it and they did it. They nailed it. <laughs> I like, I like to, I love the Kwanzaa angle too. That's just like such a, yeah. Like, what the like, hell? <laughs> well, cause it was a bunch of white people, <laughs> like mostly with a couple of black people. And it's just like, okay. Cause like, yeah, it's just like fascinating. Like, and then like the one, actually that's interesting. So one of the guys, they all had, they all gave each other nicknames. Like one girl was called like oh, Ms. No way. and Zero stuff like cool. that. No, I wish, burn. I wish. Close, <laughs> close with a cigar. They were very like seventies names, like Ms. We have Moon. no names, man. But one of them was <laughs> Kajo or like Kajo, like C A K A H J O, which the media misspelled as Cujo, which Stephen uh-huh. King used for the dog. Right. That was the other. So thing. Stephen King got that from the. From the media articles? Not only that, speaking of tie-ins to Stephen King media, since the stand is real big right now. Yeah, just finished it. Donald DeFries was was, uh, Stephen King's inspiration for Randall Flagg, the man in black. No way. The evil black wizard. Wow. (laughs) And then he's like, it's not a race thing. It's like, Stephen, it's kind of a race thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a race thing. There's a picture of, of, of DeFries wearing this big floppy wide-brimmed hat holding a gun and screaming and he said that was where he got the inspiration for the character of randall flag who's the villain in like the stand and a bunch of the gunslinger books so. yeah that's very interesting well yeah the i mean the whole patty Hearst scenario i think influenced a lot of random pop culture things like she's mentioned in kind of songs and stuff too oh, yeah. um so it's right it, it was a major moment in yeah. the 70s that like everyone talk, and i'm talked surprised about, like which, it didn't cross over like because i I don't remember hearing about it. Like it's a story obviously was like 10 years, like kind of past when I was born, but like, I, I just feel like there's like a lot of stories that were less significant Mm -hmm. that have still permeate like the culture. And this, I like somehow, like I never, I don't remember ever hearing about it. I definitely remember hearing about it for sure. Um, and like definitely in in I hear about John Benet Ramsey like every day. Well, and that's that's <laughs> another one. Every true crime yeah. podcast yeah. talks about her. I swear. So I'm like, how how does how do I hear about that every day? And like this, I haven't really like. Honestly, it's probably like conspiracy time, guys. It's probably related to the fact that she's with the whole media well, family yeah. that they're trying like, to keep yes, down. This story. That's theory. a good point. Um, I think she's declined movies and she did decline interviews for a very long no, time. No, the best, and tried to uh-huh. the best was guy. so, so they interviewed her about, um, about eight years later. And this was, oh, Larry King interviewed her mm. and he's like, so she's telling him the history of it. And she's like, okay, so after everything happened and I was back with my family, all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then like, they told us they were going to arrest these or like something like, or she said something about like, so they went to arrest these people and he goes, so they told you they were going to arrest them. She's like, well, uh, yes, because, and she starts explaining, it's like, okay, so you knew when people were going to get arrested. Mm. Like, like, you, it, I did always like, find it odd mm. that she wasn't with them when the building burned down. That, that whole setup thing there seems fishy to well, me. Th- that's like, the other guy yeah. wasn't there. There were some people that weren't there, right? They're like, there were two with her in the hotel or something like that. Like only. Yeah, I think they were. Like, they were kind of in the process of abandoning house. that house too. But but obviously That's they so would have moved her first. I yeah I get. But it is like kind of weird and like again like <laughs> you can bit, go yeah. like 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 Craig said like this like SLA is CIA article is like. Whoa. That is interesting because like, I do remember <laughs> thinking when that shootout happened I was like did what like would they have gone in so gung-ho knowing that there is like potentially like a 
a prisoner under duress that's being coerced to do these rich, things like with a rich white woman yeah, yeah, totally. gone in yeah. so gung-ho I by was no like, means hmm. yeah. yeah yeah totally because the last thing they would have want was to have the police shoot patty hearst right so that yeah. makes you and again like you know at least one of these people was a police informant because because like the panthers got infiltrated and they were like super strict right like they were extremely well, careful so, so of run. course this group definitely had at least one person who was talking yeah. to the police in it and like you know you just can't and that's not even necessarily like that patty hearst was the one but like yeah and then again it doesn't even have to be as as so much as like this entire group was like a false flag operation right like it could be that mm -hmm. like yeah like we we hear so many cases of like you know like like police and trapping people into like building a bomb to do a terrorism thing. And then it turns out like this person never would have done any of this if they hadn't had a police informant, like egging yeah. them on the entire time. Sure. So yeah, it just becomes like, okay, well, how much of this was like something that got egged on that then got out of control and they couldn't control it anymore. Oh my God. And then yeah. stuff like that or whatever. It doesn't even yeah. have to be like, this is Illuminati mind control. The difference between like oh you know i don't really know how we're gonna fund our organization and someone's like well we should just fundraise in the community and then the you know the ball bounces around the conversation brainstorming for a half hour and somebody comes up with we should just rob a bank or two yeah it's like <laughs> and then, we should rob a bank or two <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but no, seriously <laughs> i got guns <laughs> Hey guys, hey guys guys oh what god. if we robbed a bank <gasps> right now <laughs> oh my god i was waiting for you to say that <laughs> That is true. But yeah, that's a I'll good point. Like so many of these like like high profile stories where stuff just doesn't seem to be adding up. It makes me just think that it, a lot of it is just hiding like it's a poli police incompetence and like it's uh, a comment like, for sure. The US yeah. loves false flag oh, operations. It's a problem. Yeah. Like I don't believe in a lot of the conspiracy garbage out there because most of it's conspiracy garbage. Inside job. But when it comes to that type of thing, well, this is the yeah. way, like yeah. the, the thing like friend of the show, Jesse um, Boros told me, mm -hmm. he was like, you know, conspiracy theories, what they are is an attempt to explain conspiracies, which actually exist. But that's where which, the word theory comes in is like, yeah. we're spinning yeah. theories because the conspiracies exist. We just don't know really what they are because that's what a conspiracy is. It's designed mm -hmm. to hide itself. So like, of course, yeah. conspiracy theories, a bunch of them are going to get it wrong. That doesn't mean there isn't something going on, you know, whatever right. that is. But also it doesn't mean that there can't be completely bad shit. Out of nowhere, like yeah. designed to oh confuse and muddy the water. Exactly. <laughs> the best thing I read recently that was like essentially evidence that the Earth isn't flat was like if the Earth was flat, you know there would be so many pictures of like Russian or like young dumb teenage boys just dangling off the edge, off the edge yeah. of the Earth <laughs> and then dying and taking a selfie. Yeah, we all know. We all know the Earth is a hypercube. That's that's obvious. Oh. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Hypercube. But what is a hypercube? But yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's I'm that's the part I'm trying to figure out. It's a cube. Did you make it up? Is this a real in thing? another dimension? It's, it's in like a fourth dimension. dimensional cube. It's like a yeah. cube of whatever. Like it's, it's <laughs> right. stuff your mind can't comprehend, man. <laughs> Just like I'm what sorry. happened You're to Patty Hearst fourth for dimensionally. Real. I'll never understand. It's because I'm a woman. Yeah. 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 My brain's that's, yeah. that's something I said. Your ovaries <laughs> are taking up all the space in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Patty Hearst. See, we bring it all. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Shit. 
All right. So which one of you wants to get married and be my captor? Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll do it. No. Let's just do it. Let's just do a group marriage. All of how many banks we Why, why limit it to one? We're already, off, we're already off the rails. Like. <laughs> do we have? I'm just goofing off yeah. now. I'm sorry. Do you have mac and cheese? Yeah, that's that's Wes's litmus test. <laughs> you have the Cheetos mac and cheese? All right, we can talk. Oh my god, mac and cheese. Is there Cheetos mac and yeah. cheese? There is. There is. I would die. That sounds like too See, much. See, Patty Hearst never serious. would have robbed a bank if she just had some Cheetos mac and cheese. Gets you through. She also wouldn't weigh 87 pounds. <laughs> <She> would, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, she could eat a whole slab of mac and cheese. <laughs> that, no way she was coerced. She's like. <laughs> It's true. That was definitely worked in her favor. Her being malnourished. Oh, you guys want to? You guys want to tear down capitalism and replace it with a system of harmonious starvation, all races and star? Yeah, starving together. All right, Elf I'll do it for a box of mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't throw it in my eyes. <laughs> God, uh, the corner. Well, yeah. right. Tori, thank you for bringing this to us. This was a fun. Fun episode. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, this um, brought to my attention. And uh, yeah. So much crazy stuff. A story I feel I should have been more familiar with. Yeah. And now you know more. Yes. More than we could ever hope for. Uh, we'll have yeah. a bunch of links in the show notes to all the stuff we talked about for sure. Um, before we go, Tori, do you have anything to plug? <clears throat> yeah. So my name is Victoria Fraser. You can find more about me at victoriafraser.ca. Please don't go to victoriafraser.com. She has the domain that I wanted. And we're a bit bitter about it. I'm talking about myself in the world. We. Is it an adult site okay. or is it just like a normal site? <laughs> no. I always worry about that a little bit. Oh, like, that would be terrible. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be not like I would. It would just be annoying. So I'd be like, oh, great. Yeah. Um, no, she actually is also like a marketing writer person, but like, I'm kind of better Obviously. than her. So, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. um, I do. I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, so I actually do like lots of things like that. If you ever want to work together. That's always cool. Um, I'm one of those people who has way too many hobbies, but um, podcasting related, which thing I'll plug is Board Game Bitch, which is my podcast where I will be interviewing someone and doing board game review kind of strategy talk conversations about that. Um, I just finished up the first five episodes, which was only available on the Cave Goblins Patreon. Um, so you can listen to it there, but by now it should be released on podcasters all over the place so you can listen to it um and though i will be launching and hopefully up and running as well awesome. when this comes out yeah. listen to that yeah listen to board game bitch Stalk me. yeah go listen play board games i love board games <laughs> yeah me too. me too sweet thanks tori so but do you have a podcast about it i don't yeah, I do. so, no. so but we I'm have a guest on in. our podcast who has their own podcast yeah. about it so, you can come on anytime you're we'll all do welcome. another episode where you talk about the yeah. second banana of board games so you better start thinking about that oh my god yes oh that's a good yeah. idea cool. i'm sure I can listeners watch out for that um so yeah uh you can find me i'm at stop joe now on twitter and instagram um, I also have a website, but I'm not going to plug that. Wes, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me. I'm on Twitter at W2Dubs and Instagram at Wes Walcott. I have a website too, which I'm also not going to tell you about because it's a secret website. Like little treasures. Craig, do you have a website? I know you don't. Craig doesn't have social media. Can I know? Yeah, I think it's WesWalcott.com. 
I'll have to check it though. We'll keep that in mind. I haven't seen it anymore. Or visited it in years. It's probably not even up anymore. I think people should check it out because that's that would be check it out. It would probably have like a weird. It's probably like a weird proto journalism site about esports. But yeah, nice. Let me know if you find it. Someone should buy that domain and do something. Typing your name. Oh, nothing came up. Oh, okay. Oh no. Okay. Either but that's when not I started the, typing your name, it might not be the oh, domain, maybe. but that's the closest thing I could think of. It could could not uh, be. It's also when I started typing it, it was like West Walcott obituary was the first what? suggestion. I'm dead. Whoa, <laughs> dark Is this the alternate 2021? God damn know. it! I didn't get the great sports almanac. Sorry, that's a Back to Future Two reference. I got you, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you used to, to and then someone else took that site unfortunately <laughs> oh darn but i still have pornhub.ca yeah exactly that's that's all that's all yeah, craig all the time the and craig has been uploading content to pornhub.ca for years uh, <laughs> uh we uh you can follow uh the podcast at to the number two bananas pod on twitter and instagram we are second bananas pod, all words at gmail.com. And of course you can download us on iTunes, Google play, all that stuff. Please leave us five star ratings and reviews. Cause that helps us get up there in the ratings. And then that will also mean that Tori's podcast will be more promoted, which means her podcast will get up there in the ratings and we'll all be number one rated podcasts right up there with my favorite murder and the Joe Rogan experience. We're going to crush them. What? We could be JRE? Uh, we could be if we wanted to. <laughs> Look out, but Rogi. Craig keeps We're coming for you. Yeah. We can take uh, on the Rogies. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening, and we will see you in two weeks with a brand new episode of Second Bananas. Goodbye. Yay. Thanks, Yay.